so good to be with you. It breaks my heart. I don't see you. But I proclaim in Jesus' name that your home, there's a hedge around it of the protection of the Lord. Before we get in the Word of God, I want to pray for our tithe and offering. In Jesus' name, I proclaim the blessings of the Lord. Father, for some that uh, have been sent home without pay, in Jesus' name, I know a miraculous thing will take place. And you will provide in abundance for our church family and our friends on the web. And I give you praise and I give you honor for that. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, we're going to continue the series today on prayer, and I want you to turn your iPads or your Bibles to 1 John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15, and we will get there in a moment, but I want to say this statement. The key to prayer is to know prayer works. Hebrews eleven six 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Faith pleases God. So in order for prayer to work, you have to have faith, and you also have to have a knowing. Faith is not just believing. Faith is knowing. So church family, know prayer works. In 1 John chapter 5, it says, Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Notice in the two scriptures, there are two ifs, and there are also two no's. So let's look at the first if in verse 14. It says, if we ask anything according to his will. Let's look at the second, verse 15. And if we know that he hears us. So anytime you see the word if in the Bible, it's a condition. And we need to also understand that we also see that in the Bible, there are promises stated that are absolutely unconditional. No matter what you do, God will never break his promise. So let me give you a for instance. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12 and 13, says, If we endure, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. But watch what it says here. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. And he cannot deny himself. Let me give you the example of that scripture regarding the covenant of Israel. God says, I want you to do all my law. I don't want you ever to mess up. That's why I'm giving you my law. I want you to do everything that is written in my word, and you can never, ever make a mistake. And Israel foolishly said, okay, we will do this. 
and will never make a mistake and will enter into this covenant with you. See, that's what Israel did. Many mistakes. Now God comes in, the new covenant, and he says, you entered into this covenant saying, you will never make a mistake, but you did. So God says, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to come and I'm going to fulfill your part of the covenant. I'm going to be born a man. I'm going to live without sin, be the perfect sacrifice for you and your mess-ups. Again, here it is in 2 Timothy 2, verse 12 and 13. Even if you deny him and totally messed up, he cannot deny himself. So the point is this. The Lord cannot break covenant with himself. That is called the new covenant. So you have become complete in him. Church family, understand this at this time. It may be tough. It may be hard. It might be the most difficult thing that you've ever experienced. Fear wants to jump all over you. But let me encourage you today. You are complete in him. That completeness brings that protection from this attack of Satan called the coronavirus. So there are promises that are unconditional. The Bible says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. But there are promises that are conditional. So go back to 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, and let's read it again. Let's, let's kind of tear this apart as we continue understanding prayer. It says, now this is a confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. You know, we get hung up with this. It causes us to think this way. As we pray, if it be your will, Father, you will protect me. If it be your will, Father, you will heal me. You will protect my family if it's your will. And we pray that way because we've gotten confused about the heart of God regarding even this situation we're facing today. So here's my first point, how prayer works in your life. Know God's will when you pray. Here's something very simplistic. Here's a question. If you're going to have to pray according to his will, what do you have to know? Let me ask that again. If you're going to have to pray according to his will, what do you have to know? Here's the answer. You must know his will. It is easy to know God's will because he had men write it down. It is called the Bible. It's called the Word of God. That is God's will. If you want to know God's will regarding marriage, it's in the Bible. If you want to know regarding raising children, it's in the Scripture. That's God's will. Your health, it's in the Bible. Your success, it's in the Word. So if we pray according to his will, which is the word, ask anything according to the word, 
The Bible says he hears us. Now watch what 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9 says. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing, in other words, means it's not his will, that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So God's will is he wants everybody saved. The word will means God's desire. God says, this is my desire that all would repent, that all would become born again. But some of us ask the question, what if someone doesn't repent? Doesn't change God's desire. A good home. Good children, prosperity. How do you get God's will or desire from heaven to earth is the question we should ask. The answer is a disciple said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Remember that? Teach us how to pray. And Jesus said, this is how you pray. Lord, let your desires come to pass on earth as it is in heaven. So what this is saying, it's up to you and me, it's up to us to know his will and pray his will, which is his word. So let me show you in a testimony how prayer works. When the ministry of promise keepers, remember that, began, they had gathered in Washington, D.C. on October 4th, 1997. And no matter what you heard, uh, there was 1.3 million men at this thing. One group who attended began to pray. They gathered together. They began to pray that they would lead some people to the Lord while they were there. This is God's will. It's God's desire that all would repent, that all would become born again. So they were praying God's will. They even prayed, and, and God, when we do that, let us lead people to the Lord and even re, reunite them with their families, ministering to the homeless. They did. A homeless man named Richard lived in D.C. As they talked to him, he said he wanted to go home and be reunited with his family. He prayed the prayer of repentance, and he got saved. They laid hands on him, and they prayed that God's desire would take place, that he would heal his family. Well, this man said that he was from Alabama, so they began to walk around and, and to ask a bunch of the men. Notice, 1.3 million men were here. And they were walking around asking, uh, do you know anybody from Alabama? Is anybody from Alabama? And all of a sudden, they saw two guys walking back from the restrooms, and they had both Alabama shirts. And they said, hey, guys, are you from Alabama? They said, yeah, we are. They said, you know, would you, would you help us? We got a gentleman. We led him to the Lord, and he was homeless. And... They asked him, they said, would you come and, and pray with us with him? So after they prayed, they began asking uh, these groups, and all of a sudden, these two guys began to ask this guy some questions. And when they asked the question, they, they, they said, what is your name? And they told him, Richard? He said, no, 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 what is your last name? And they told the last name, and they looked at each other. And they said, what city are you from? And he told them, and it, they were from the very same city. And matter of fact, 
And what they prayed, these, these, this group of men prayed, <laughs> oh, it just warms my heart, and it should warm your heart regarding your family. They were from the same city that this homeless man was from. And get this. This homeless man's son was in the group that was from Alabama. Richard rode home on their bus and was reunited with his son and his family. I want to tell you, prayer works because these men prayed God's will. Let me give you my second point. God hears. Verse 15, and we know that he hears us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So if we know, if you believe, if you have faith that God hears you, church family, are you noticing this formula that's in the Bible? If you pray according to God's will, his desires, and know that he hears you, the prayer is answered. That's what Scripture just said. If you know praying God's will works, he hears and it works. You know with faith you are not praying in the air. So many people who don't know this, they just, oh, God, they beg God. I'm telling you, we don't have to beg God. We're sons and daughters. We have everything that he has given us. And what prayer is, is bringing what's already given, and it's in heaven we bring it into this earth through prayer. But we pray God's will, and we know that he hears us. He is available. He's not too busy. He is able to hear every prayer that is prayed knowing God's will, and answers every prayer. Let me give you another testimony. This is really going to warm your heart. A woman had been married to her husband 30 years. After about 10 years of marriage, she got saved. But her husband didn't. And for 20 years, she had been praying God's will knowing that he hears that he would become saved. They'd been married 30 years. She received a phone call that her husband had been killed in an auto accident in Florida. At the funeral, another woman said, I'm so sorry. I know that we have prayed that he would get saved. I am so sorry. But the wife said, I know he is in heaven. I prayed And God's will is for him to be saved. So something took place. I'm at peace. About a month later, she received a phone call. The man on the other end said, may I speak to your husband? And she said, I'm sorry, sir. He died in an auto accident about a month ago. And the man said, I met your husband a month ago. I'm a businessman, and he gave me his card. He then asked, did he die on this specific date? And the wife said, yes, sir. How did you know? He says, let me tell you some good news, ma'am, regarding your husband. The Lord told me that day to go to the highway and hitchhike and tell people about the gospel. Your husband picked me up, and I shared the gospel, 
and he received Christ as his Lord and Savior that day. He told me that you have been praying for him ever since you started going to church. Ma'am, your husband is with Jesus. He got saved the day he died. God hears, and prayer works. So let me give you my third point. Know that God answers prayer. Look at verse 15 again. It says, and if you or if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. We know God's will, desire is his word. We know he hears us and he answers prayer. So we know now we have the petitions. There was a study done. In the study, they went to the phone book. This was a while ago. They chose two groups of 80 names and copied them on a paper. The first 80, they handed to one group, and watch what they did. They said, we're handing you these 80 names, and we want you to pray for these 80 names that they would be loosed to go to church. The second group, now these are Christians, okay? They handed these 80 names, and they said, hold on to these names, but we don't want you to pray for them. I think that'd be pretty hard for me, but they didn't pray for them. So the one group was prayed for, and they continued for six weeks every day praying God's will, that they would repent, that they would go to church, that the enemy would loose his hands off of them, and they would be able to go to church. Then what they did is they called by phone all the 160 people and invited them to church. Watch what happened. Of the 80 names that they didn't pray for, not one person accepted the invitation to come to church. But of the 80 names they prayed for, 62 accepted the invitation and went to church. And the end of that story, prayer works because every one of them received Jesus Christ that day. God hears, he knows, and he answers. When you pray, church family, when you pray according to his will, which is his word, my question is, who are you praying for? In Jesus' name, I make a proclamation over your homes. And I say to you in Jesus' name, understand your God is a loving and a caring God who heals, who restores, who protects. Rise up, church. Do we say walk in wisdom? Absolutely we walk in wisdom. If you are uh, needing prayer, you call the office. We will be checking the phones. You, you call the emergency pager if there's an emergency. We will be there for you. But even though my heart hurts because I can't be with you in person, I want you to know that I believe what I just taught.
And what I just taught, that my God answers prayer. And I've been praying the will of God over you, over your home, over your marriage, over your children, over your elderly parents. That the hedge of protection will just wrap itself around them. And not only that, that you will see this time that God will miraculously provide for you. That there's not one person, not one person that attends this church that says, I believe God and will stand in prayer that will not experience the blessings of the Lord. We're going to be doing this for a couple weeks right now that we know of. We'll continue to give you information on the webpage, but I want to say to you that Terry and I and the whole staff, we love you. We are praying for you. And let me tell you, because of what I just taught you, I believe this with all my heart. God answers my prayer. You stay well. You walk in victory. And I will see you soon. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for absolutely overwhelming our homes with peace in the midst of the world walking in fear. Fear, you are a spirit, and I come against you, and I thank you that love, power, and a sound mind rules our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. See you soon.